then you also have to recognize the fact that on the other side, the opposite end of the coin, those people are burdened with their fears. Yeah, that's right. Even though I don't think that there's those fears are justified at this point. That I don't I don't think they're rational at this point. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter because they're still having those fears, and Jesus Christ invites the weary and burdened in Him to alleviate. I love this phrase. Help me understand. Right. That's a good phrase when you're talking to somebody. Right. Help me understand. Right. And you'll you'll watch it, man. They'll talk themselves right out of what they're actually afraid of. You know, right. it's like help me understand what you're talking about. Right. No, I think it's a great question. I love that. Yeah. I will remember that mm-hmm. when I talk to people in the future. I'm Bill McMinn, senior pastor of Beagleville Bible Church. And this is the Way to Go podcast. And we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down making it practical to everyday living. And we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn. I'm here with brother, fellow pastor, Mark Hostetler. So glad to have you here. And uh, talking today about handling disagreements because we definitely live in a day where there's a lot of disagreements. I, I know for myself, like at Facebook at this point, I would say in the last week, like I'll post stuff to there. I don't really look at it because everyone's arguing a point. At, hey, you have a right to tear down statues or we should have torn down statues or we shouldn't tear down statues or we should wear masks. We shouldn't wear masks. Uh, Black Lives Matter, so on and so forth. After a while, it's so much politics. And I'm a guy who doesn't like politics because I typically don't see them as really accomplishing much. Right. It's just a lot of bickering that doesn't mm-hmm. seem to go anywhere. So I feel like you're they're your little kids on the playground fighting about stuff. And I I'm, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. So a couple I weeks ago, you it. made a comment that you said, uh, I just want to hear your opinion come out of my mouth is what somebody said. Yeah, somebody you know? told me that, and yeah. It seems like if you're not telling me what I want you to hear, then I'm going to stand up in a, in a position of arguing. Right. I'm going to come at, I want to argue right away. You know what I mean? Right. Not me personally. I'm just saying that's what it seems like in our culture right now. Right. We have a culture that just says like, I'm ready to fight. If you can't see it my way and you won't see it my way, I'm fighting with you, period. Well, the thing you is, I, I strongly disagree with people. Like I'm not fighting with anyone, but it's I'm, my lack of fighting should not be seen as a lack of complete disagreement That's because right. I don't disagree. I disagree with mm-hmm. fear because there's no basis for it. Mm-hmm. We have right now in our County, we have 413 people as of today mm-hmm. who have confirmed coronavirus cases in the That's past three months, in the past three yeah. months. Mm-hmm. And that only amounts to four tenths of 1% of the entire population, right. but we're all still hiding. I'm still, I'm wondering, yeah, I get it in the first few weeks where we didn't know, but we've had weeks and weeks of looking at these numbers. It's not really going anywhere in this County. So do I agree with fear? No, I don't agree with fear. And, and the fact of the matter is, you know, I find even myself uh, getting hard hearted about it mm-hmm. because I, I think it's to the point of, in my mind, this is illogical. Like right. this, this is like, you're, you're, you're talking, I mean, you're back to Salem witch trial stuff. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you're, right. you're to the point of like fears are out there that are just completely in my mind, completely unjustified and ungrounded yeah. in any of the numbers that we're really seeing today. Cautions and are so, justified. Yeah, fears sure. not justified. You well, if you're saying? 70 and up, I think it's one thing you're young and healthy. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no evidence. I watched somebody shoo away my young son who is completely healthy. Shoo him away. You know, that's the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Like it's 
that's not logical to do that. Right. You know, if you're in good health, if he's healthy, I mean, come on. That hurt my feelings. I know it probably hurt his feelings too. And, you know, we shouldn't be doing that. There's a good way to do it. There's a nice way to do it. Right. And then there's, hey, get away from me. You know what I mean? So how do you handle it? I think the the reason that I wrote this show was to help myself, actually, because I wanted to look into, well, how do I handle the disagreements? Because I'm still a pastor of these people. And I'm still a pastor of people who have different uh, opinions and different thoughts on things. I'm a very uh, biblical guy, so I'm always going to stand strong, and I'm, I'm very uncompromising. Uh, when it comes to the Bible and what the Bible teaches. And we should be, by the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we should be. And yeah. I, I don't want to get hard-hearted, but I find myself slipping that way, mm-hmm. in that direction where I'm just like, I don't want to talk to people. Like, I've just gotten to that point. I talked to a friend of mine, just called me this morning. Hey, just wanted to check in on you. How you doing? We talked like five, ten minutes. He goes, Bill, I don't want to talk to anyone. Wow. How's kayaking? I want to get out there and be by myself. And I'm like, dude, I totally know. I totally get it. Like, I totally get that guy. It is. And where he's coming it from. is true. But isolation will never solve this problem. Well, isolation well, we will not yeah. solve this problem. Right. We have to stay united. This is all designed to divide us. Right. It disagreements, everything. It's a, it's a dividing wall. I and think I'm telling you, we serve a Jesus, a Christ that took down that wall. It took I, down the wall, man. I do you know? agree with it, but I think that in reality and practical terms, there are divisions. If they're not there yet, they're coming. I, I think this could uh, switch up. Change. I think that when you come to the end of this in January of 2021, I'll be shocked if some friend groups are not shuffled. Yeah, and that's we kind of reshuffled. Yeah, um, I, I think things are going to be realigning uh, between people, uh, some of your allies and stuff like that, I think are going to be realigning through all this. So I just had to remind myself, okay, well, how did Jesus Christ handle some of these things? And one mm-hmm. of the things that I wanted to talk about is, you know, my job, our job is to alleviate people's burdens. Because when you look at what Jesus yeah. Christ said in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And for me, I understand my burden is your burden in some ways. In other words, I'm burdened that you're allowing fear to get to you, but that's a burden to me because I don't see you. I see a behavior that I, I don't appreciate because I miss you guys and I don't see people. So that's a hardship for me. But then you also have to recognize the fact that on the other side, the opposite end of the coin, those people are burdened with their fears. Yeah, that's right. Even though I don't think that there's those fears are justified at this point that I don't, I don't think they're rational at this point. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter because they're still having those fears and Jesus Christ invites the weary and burdened to him to alleviate. Yeah. Right. I mean, Philippians two, five says that our, we should have the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus. Right. The first letters in that, the first words in that scripture say, come to me. Right. We right now have a posture of stay away. I don't even want to hear that crap. You right. know what I mean? And Jesus is saying, come to me. Cast right. your burdens on me. Come right. to me. I invite that. You know, I, that doesn't mean he agrees with everything. Absolutely right. not. That doesn't mean, that means come to me. I'm going to try to understand your point of view. I'm going to give you rest is what Jesus did. Now, that's something that me and you might not right. be able to do for somebody. Right. But Jesus will always be able to give you rest if you come to him ready to just pour out and cast your cares on him. Right. He will give you rest. No, I, I don't I don't disagree with that. I do believe that Jesus Christ is going to give us rest. I just think that some of the behavior it gets easy to become an excuse. It, this whole thing of, oh, cases are spiking, 
almost enables people to just stay at home where they're comfortable and convenient. Yeah. And when you look at what Christianity is, is take up your cross and follow me. Yeah. And I'm looking for men who are willing to stand beside me. Agreed. Even on church on Sunday morning, who are willing to come and stand beside me for the gospel and say, I'm unafraid. That's what I'm looking for, truly. That's not what I'm seeing. No, right. I'm, don't get me wrong. We have 400 people. I'm saying, and the people that I know the best, a lot of them, that's not what I'm seeing right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but what are the options, you know, when you see the differences? I mean, are you going to not talk to them? Are you going to get mad? Are you going to ridicule them? Are you going to not be friends? I don't see that as Jesus Christ's approach. I don't think Jesus Christ's approach was, well, I'm just not going to be friends with you. Or I'm not going to talk to you. I'm, I'm going to get mad. I'm going to ridicule. Now I'm borderline on some of that myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's where kind of like the natural Bill McMinn is heading. It's just like, okay, fine. You know, I mean, I'll, you leave me alone, I'm going to be alone. Right. You don't You don't want to come stand beside me. I'll just go, because I never stop. Like, I yeah. don't stop. I've, I've got a job to do. i got to keep moving forward. I'm not going to stop. Mm -hmm. I can't stop. It becomes exhausting. So, it becomes right. exhausting to chase after the people, chase after the people to see how are you doing, how are you doing, when can we expect to see you, this and that. Right. That stuff becomes exhausting right. because every time you talk to them, there's reasoning behind it, and you and, right. and if you don't, if you're not in a position to want to hear their reasoning, that becomes even more exhausting, you know, because you have to go into those conversations with people really trying to reason with them yeah. and, and understand their point of view. That's, right. you know, compassion. You what know? is the burden you face? I, I think seeing the burdens mm -hmm. they face, like staying home is a burden. It's not my burden because I'm not staying at home. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I'm out on the lake, I'm kayaking, I'm doing things, I'm talking to people, I'm at church on Sunday mornings. I mean, I'm, I'm at the office, I'm, I'm out and about my life really has not changed. Uh, so if I want to go yard sale, I want to go yard sale, I want to go to the flea market, go to the flea market, mm -hmm. you know, on Saturdays. I mean, so I'm not changing, but for those people who are locked down at home, that is a burden for them. Uh, wearing a mask is a burden. It's not mine cause I'm not wearing one. Uh, and I'm not required to in our offices. Uh, some people are required to. Uh, right. Fear is a burden. I don't have fear, but I, I, I have to be able to recognize that some people are burdened with that yeah. in a way that I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, mm -hmm. I don't understand at this point why we're allowing all these things. And some pe other people I'm talking to, it's not that they're afraid, it's their kids are afraid. So then yeah. they're afraid to be That's with us true. at church because kid, what, what their kids are going to say about it because then they're not going to be able to see the grandkids. Yeah. So I guess one of the things we do, you know, in alleviating people's burdens is to lighten the expectations because mm -hmm. Jesus said his yoke is easy, his burden is light. Um, I don't think that we're going to get anywhere by adding a bunch of rules or being legalistic about it. I still want people to, you know, hey, if you're afraid and you need to stay home, you're going to watch it online. I'm not saying that I'm unwilling to, you know, continue to extend that option. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. I get that. As long as it's not becoming just an excuse. Exactly. Right. I mean, but we have, I mean, we have to be aware that there's people, you know, let's say over 70 to over 70 years old that have health issues oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Right. Hey, by all means, be cautious. Right. I told a woman don't not be to fearful. come here. I told a woman you know, not to come here. She's yeah. 93 years old. I said, don't come in here because yeah. I can't guarantee your safety. Right. Galatians. Um, you are, but the thing is, 93 years old, you got a huge target by COVID on oh, you. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge. It almost those, them out. That, that's you know, the, right. That's the, mm -hmm. the elderly is the age group specifically right. targeted in this particular virus. But that's not where most of us are. That's right. Let's face it. We're just, we're, we're not there. It's not the average age per se of the county. All those that age, I've, I'm all for it. Yeah, there's people with immune deficiency disorders and they sit out in the truck. They come to church, sit on the truck, they watch it from home. Yeah, they're never going to hear one thing from me. Mm -hmm. My concern is with the people who are running scared and they don't fit any of that. Right. They don't fit the age group. Yeah, they I, don't, they I don't know. have, they're not, their immune system's not compromised. They're not, it's like, why are we not 
willing to look at the facts, but yeah. I can't change somebody's thought. I can only no. lead the horse to water. I can't make the water drink and I got to be patient. So I guess I have to lighten my expectations because following Christ was easier than the religious things. I don't want to become that religious, you know, hardhead, you know, that's right. putting something that God didn't put in front of the people in front of the people, you know what I'm right. saying? Or making it a litmus test yeah. of your spirituality. Yeah. Galatians six. I'm always reminded of this when we're talking about burdens, Galatians six, two says, carry one another's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Right. You are fulfilling the law of Christ when you carry their burdens, right. when you do that. I love this phrase. Help me understand. Right. That's a good phrase when you're talking to somebody. Right. Help me understand. Right. And you'll you'll watch it, man. They'll talk themselves right out of what they're actually afraid of. You know, right. it's like help me understand what you're talking about. Right. right. Now. No, I think it's a great you question. Know? I love that. Yeah. I will remember that mm-hmm. when I talk to people in the future. But I'm not. I'm saying from a theological standpoint, point one is aimed to alleviate people's burdens. Yeah. And that to understand the burdens that they face, maybe lighten your own expectation. I'm not saying I'm here yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm isn't, saying, isn't that the balance? Isn't yeah, that the challenge in it, Christianity? It's, yeah, it's it, like, uh, I know this is principally true, but practically, man, I am not there. I don't really know? want to do yeah. this. I don't right. really want to do this. But I understand this is, as I look at scripture, okay, this is my job. I'm not saying I'm, I'm quite there yet. I'm saying I need to get there. I think point two, I am definitely here, which is avoiding quarrels. In Matthew mm-hmm. uh, 12, 19, he will not quarrel or cry out. No one will hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. And I love how it says of Jesus Christ, he's not going to quarrel. Yeah. Um, he's not, even a reed that's bruised, he will not, finish it off mm-hmm. even the one the reed that's kind of bowed down and it's bruised he's not going to snap it yeah because he's he's gentle he's not here to quarrel yeah. and so i think it's super important when you look at jesus christ who's not quarreling because right now it's tempting to want to quarrel with people because i see so much nonsense and i have by and large a i don't look B, when I do see it, I ignore it because I, I know it's not going anywhere. Like yeah. I, I've lived long enough yeah. on this planet to know there's no point in me saying anything. No, absolutely. And and if you do say something, then be careful about the tone that you're using. Right. Be careful about your body well, language you're using. It's Facebook. I mean, I mean, it'd be typing. Well, out. that's yeah. true. But you believe me, there's, there's tone that comes across in text. Right. I'm, I'm telling you. It's hard to read the tone, but there is definitely tone. Proverbs 15.1. I love this. It says, a gentle response turns away anger. Right. A harsh word stirs up wrath. Right. And disagreements and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of times it's just because I come at you with a harsh uh, response to what you're saying. And, and even if I don't necessarily intend it, sometimes my tone, especially like when you're close relationships, like your wife and you, right. you know, you're talking to each other. Sometimes you could say things with a harsh tone to it and it's like, boom, automatically you're not united. You know, you're, you're divided in some way. You know? I think you're most, I think you're most frustrated with the people you're closest to. Yeah. I think it's your, your close circle who's going to get after kind of mm-hmm. like affect your heart the most because you, you see it and you're thinking, well, man, I thought we'd all on the same side. Exactly. Here. Oh, we're in the same I, it's team. It's so true. But in second yep. Timothy two twenty three, don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments because you know, they produce quarrels and it's right there. Look, here's what Paul's telling this young man, Timothy. And, he, and Paul's been on the planet at that point a long time. He's like, look, just stay away from things that produce quarrels. You don't have to, be. I think they're a waste of time. I think they drain mm-hmm. your energy. I think they distract yeah. you from what we're supposed to be doing. My job is not to argue politics. My job is not to argue about the news. 
That's just not my job. I do look at things yeah. factually because that's the way my brain works. I'm not a super emotional person. Mm-hmm. I'm more. I'm a. I'm a fiery emotional person. Like that's where you'll see right. more of the emotion. Right. I, I'll get fired up. Mm-hmm. Like that's my type of emotion. It's not my 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 typical emotion fallback is not going to be fear. Right. And, and for those listening, you have to remember we're coming at this from a Christian. Christ-centered point of view right. that's based in the biblical perspective, okay? Right. And so we're going to be throwing a lot of uh, Scripture in here to remind us that this is what God's calling us to, right. you know? Uh, Galatians 5 gives us a whole list of things of the flesh, and fits of rage is one of them, right. and fruits of the Spirit in the same passage in Galatians 5, okay? In there also it says that those who are in Christ have crucified its flesh, and its evil desires right. and passions. I can be pretty passionate about the crap I'm seeing right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I have to crucify my fleshly desire to want to project that passion on you. Right. When I'm talking to you. And just avoid that. I avoid don't, the quarrel. Honestly, for you know? me, Mark, I think I'm at the point, you can tell me if you think I'm wrong, I'm, I just don't want to talk. I mean, that's the point I'm at. And I that's, just, and that's unfortunate. I just don't want to talk. In a lot of I, ways, I that's unfortunate say, I mean, because you have a voice that, that will speak positivity and hope. Yeah, but, and I'm telling you. Yeah, but I, know I always stay but off. We don't, I, want, we don't want to get to that point is what I'm saying. I always know? stay off those, those topics no matter what. I mean, I do not use my voice to talk about mask, not mask. Like, I don't. I never would anyway. I'm saying... Yeah. Now to anybody, to everyone, people I would normally be taxiing. I don't, I, anybody, I mean, everybody, I'm just not, I'm not interested. I'm just, I'm just ready to be by myself for a while. And I don't really have anything to say. I don't have anything to add because everyone knows what I think. It's not like a matter of Bill, if you're quiet, no one will know what they think. I think everyone pretty much knows what I think. But you're a skilled, you are a skilled communicator and here's what you know how to do. Take that conversation and divert it to another thing that's going to be positive. Divert it to right. something else. This is something every one of us should be doing. If we're getting overwhelmed and exhausted with it, you know what we can do? We can turn that conversation into something positive, you know, something that help us think about Christ and, and right. things that are good, noble, pure, right? right? Think about those things, man. You know, everybody on earth can be negative, right. and we, we're pretty good at it. I think you're, everyone's entitled to, like, if you're having a tough time, you know, being gentle or not quarreling, take a break. Just mm-hmm. take a break from it. You know what I'm That's saying? That's true. Because, I'm not, I, I guess yeah, I'm not, I mean, yeah. I just, to me, I think that take a break. I mean, don't, don't get involved with it. Stay away from it. Some People aren't going to agree. It yep. doesn't matter what you say. They're not, they're still not going to agree with it because even if they do agree with you, but they still got their grandkids who won't see if you do, they still have... There's other issues you're just mm-hmm. not going to win. So, I mean, yeah. I'm in a no-win situation. I think sometimes I'd just rather just wake me up when it's over. Sure. But I don't and think it's going to be over for months. You know, we have, Be gentle is the third point. I mean, we got to mm-hmm. hit this. Be gentle. 2 Timothy 2, 24 and 25. The Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Now, that right there, to be and opponents must be uh, gently instructed. I look at that. That, to me, when he says not resentful, the idea means to be patient with evil. Uh, it's not going to wrong you back, right? So I I look at this and say, yeah, I mean, I think it's wrong to back out of worship because we're worried about a virus that's not here. I right. mean, if there was like a bunch of people sick at church, I would get it. Like if we had, you know, we opened up the church for eight mm-hmm. weeks and there's 10, 20 people who got sick, would I understand somebody not wanting to be there? Yes. Mm-hmm. We have eight weeks and, and we're right now, our account is zero people sick because we have church. 
but I still have to be uh, not allow myself to get resentful because I, I feel like in sometimes not with everybody, but in some certain cases, I, I feel myself. Yeah, it says that I'm not supposed to be resentful. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I can kind of feel myself going that way. Absolutely. The Holy Spirit's counseling us there, you know, yeah. through the word of God, the Holy Spirit's counseling us there. There's resentment because there's bitterness stirring up in our hearts. There's bitterness, you know, towards that person. I'm telling you, you can quickly you can quickly become resentful. Look at Jesus yeah. on the cross. This is what I was thinking about this morning as I was praying. Jesus Christ on the cross, every one of his disciples backed out on him. Man, every one of his disciples ran out. Except for John, yeah. But even John, well, he was standing at the cross, mm -hmm. but they all mm -hmm. fled. I mean, no one was yeah. standing there speaking up for him at his trial. Uh, yeah. Peter denied Christ three times. And so I look at Christ, I'm like, no one's had it harder than you. I feel sometimes like, yeah, some people have bailed out on me, like they're they're leaving you alone to try to get a church back up and running again. Mm -hmm. This is not easy. Right. Like right. going through COVID as a pastor no is way. not it's an easy, so hard. it's been hard. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like there are people that know that they should be there with you. And for whatever reason, they're just, they're not there. And that to me makes me feel a little bit resentful because I'm like, how could you guys not stand behind us? That's right. In like one of the hardest things that we've ever been through, I was standing behind you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? How could you not stand behind us? You mm -hmm. know, and and because you're worried about something that's not even here. That's right. That that's yeah. me. So I so what does the Lord say? Well, hey, don't argue about it. Just keep being kind. Keep teaching. Don't be resentful. Be gentle when you talk to people. Boom. There. That's it. Yeah. And and I if I could, I'd just like to read this last scripture that Paul said to the Ephesian church. He said, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, urge you to live worthily of the calling with which you have been called, with all humility.